0: You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of History of the Great War. I'm releasing this podcast episode on November 11th, 2023, 105 years after the armistice on the Western Front came into effect, which was the beginning of the end of the First World War. This day is commemorated as Veterans Day, Armistice Day, or Remembrance Day, and is observed in several of the nations that took part in the fighting on the Western Front. One of the reasons that I started this podcast way back in 2014 was to help raise awareness of the First World War and its impact on the modern world. At that same time, all over the world, there were efforts made by the nations who participated to use the opportunity of the centenary of the war to raise public awareness of the events that occurred between 1914 and 1919 and their long-lasting impacts. While the efforts of all of those groups around the world helped raise awareness, that mission continues even after the years of the centenary. During this episode, I'm going to talk a bit about the efforts in the United States under the World War I Centennial Commission particularly around the educational materials that were created by the Commission to try and ensure that awareness and understanding of the First World War can easily be taught in schools, now and in the future. The listenership of this podcast has always had a majority of Americans, generally hovering between half and two-thirds of all listeners being from the United States. So it seems appropriate to spend a bit of time discussing the efforts made in this country— over the last nine years to try and ensure greater visibility and a greater understanding of First World War history. The United States' World War I Centennial Commission started in 2013 through an act of Congress which established the commission with the mission to plan, develop, and execute programs, projects, and activities to commemorate the centennial of World War I. Over the years, the commission would work with similar state-based organizations, as well as many independent organizations, to build and collect material about the First World War, which are collected on the Commission's website, WorldWar1Centennial.org. Along with the Commission, the Doughboy Foundation was created to act as the nonprofit fundraising group for the Commission, because while the Commission was created by Congress, it was not provided with a budget. The funds from the Foundation allowed for the Commission to design and build the memorial that is in Washington, D.C., and to create the website that I just listed, War one centennialorg It's also in the show notes. I will give a special shout-out to the Medicine in World War One page that you can find on that site, or again by clicking the link in the show notes, which I have used as a resource for this very podcast. The Commission's website acted as a gathering point for commemoration events and efforts all over the United States, and I recommend checking out the list to see if anything is available wherever you live. For example, I live in Missouri, and there's a really well put together exhibit called Missouri Over There that made the rounds around the state during the centenary. Along with the contents of their websites, the commission and foundation would begin the process of creating educational material tailor-made for use in high schools all over the United States, and establishing a national World War I memorial in Washington, D.C. Being a teacher is hard. It's really that simple. Being a high school history teacher, also very hard. There's so much to cover while trying to keep students engaged, while also making history interesting for students across a wide spectrum of interest in history. To try and make it a little easier, while helping to build knowledge about the First World War, one of the key artifacts of the efforts of the Centennial Commission and the Doughboy Foundation was a series of lessons built around national education standards with the goal of giving teachers resources to easily bring the history of the First World War into the classroom. The lessons are available for free online. You can go look at them right now. And they're built around teaching the students not just the general history of the war, but how it directly impacted Americans. There's also an option to use an augmented reality app on a smartphone or tablet device, which I thought was a lot of fun to to explore and play around with. The app's interesting because it it lets users put objects in space around them and then experience them, or a digital representation of them in their full size, like with airplanes. It's a really clever way to try and make the history more engaging for newer generations who are more at home on their smart devices than maybe anywhere else. While I was looking through the lesson plans and the available materials, a few things really stuck out to me, in a good way. The first and the smallest was the fact that there's a 20-page ebook textbook supplement that they've made for this, The United States in World War 1, and that kind of serves as kind of the core reading material for the course. A lot of the lessons kind of call back to specific pages within this ebook. There is a little section dedicated to the actions of the American soldiers in northern Russia after the signing of the armistice and during the Russian Civil War. Now, it's a tiny little section, but even getting that speaks well of the authors and their intentions to at least mention aspects of the war outside of the normal scope of American discussions. The American presence in Russia would end up being primarily defensive in nature and small in number, but that was not always guaranteed, and there would be fighting between American forces and those of the Red Army that theoretically could have escalated into something much bigger, even though it didn't. Another item that caught my eye was the lesson that focused on citizenship in the First World War, which focuses primarily on the major legislative changes made during the war. The Espionage Act of 1917 and the Sedition Act of 1918 were two critical pieces of legislation that forever changed the relationship between American citizens and their government. The Sedition Act of 1918 would be repealed after the end of the war, but the Espionage Act is still in effect, and there have been convictions for violations of that act as recently as this year. 2023. The reason I like that the acts are in there and that they're showcased is due to how it shows that the impacts of the war are felt far beyond the confines of the battlefield and can be felt far after the war is over. These are laws that were passed because of the situation that America and the American government found itself in between 1917 and 1918. And so knowing the history of those acts and the history of the act that is still present as an active law in this country is important. And it's really easy to talk about the enduring legacy of the war and how it changed the lives of millions of people in Europe and around the world. But it's so much easier to bring it closer to the lives of students and to everybody when it can be shown how it directly impacts their life and the United States into the modern day. Just to kind of close out here... You know, as the First World War, and now the centenary of the First World War, continue to recede into history, it's never been more important to ensure that the memory of the events of the war-to-end-all wars are not forgotten. Historical events go through an interesting evolution as they recede into the past. Immediately after they happen, remembrance seems unnecessary because people lived through it. Then suddenly, the next generation comes along, and that history turns into the story of their parents— Most people are heavily influenced by their parents and their parents' generation, and so that history remains real because it shaped the people who helped shape their lives. Then the second generation begins, and suddenly those stories of mom and dad turn into stories of grandparents, sometimes barely remembered, sometimes barely discussed. And suddenly the personal relationship between those events and the lives of those living begins to break down. We're even further generations away from the First World War, and so, it can be hard to have those personal connections, that, that living memory of the First World War. It's basically gone. Of course, the fate of all events is to no longer be within living memory, to be lost to the sands of time. Remembrance efforts for the First World War or any other event are mostly about fighting the long defeat of constantly trying to impart to the next generation the importance of history while recognizing that it grows harder with every passing generation with every passing year. The efforts of the United States' World War I Centennial Commission, and centennial efforts all over the world, were an effort to bring the events of the First World War back into the public consciousness, and in many ways, they succeeded. But now the long decay begins again. Trying to impart to the next generation not just what happened between 1914 and 1919, but also why it happened, and why it impacts us today, has never been more important. In some nations, November 11th is their day of remembrance of the First World War, and unfortunately, far too many other conflicts. In other nations, there are other days. But they are all important because those days exist to help remind us of the events, the mistakes, and sacrifices of the past. My hope is that the efforts of centennial commissions, museums, memorials, historians, teachers, maybe even lowly podcasters— have helped continue that memory, and will help sustain that memory into the future, not just by reaching those who already remember, or who are already interested, but also those who have forgotten, or those who have never had a chance to learn in the first place. If you're listening to this on November 11th, or any other day, I hope you'll take a moment to remember, and to maybe find a way to ensure that the memories of the First World War are passed on to those who come next.